0: what's up all you motorcycle enthusiasts it's d woods and welcome back to another mile post of the v twin life we talk motorcycles powered by those v twins what fuels our passion and why we enjoy them so much don't forget the v twin life is sponsored by that northwest brand crash inc clothing you guys can find them on instagram at crash underscore inc check them out they got a great stuff you can also go to crashinclothing.com ordering from them don't forget we got that promo code crash one you're only going to find that here in the V twin life, not anywhere else. So, Hey, check them out, get yourself some crash gear. And if you guys ride motorcycles, doing those long rides, whether we all got different lengths of what's considered a long ride. Some people might be 200 other guys, five, seven, eight, you know, we all have different asses, but Hey, when you get to that point where you just want some more comfort, maybe check out the real wild ass on Instagram, check them out. Wild ass.com. These guys make seat cushions go on your stock seats. Dude, they are amazing. I spent a lot of time in mine, and I love it. I won't ride without it. So, hey, if you guys want some more comfort, hey, maybe check them out. And also, hey, if you're in the market for a windshield, Long Ride Shields. I've been rocking one of my Road Glide for, it's been on there for a long time. They were great enough. They came on board, gave us a promo code. So, hey, if you guys are interested in something from Long Ride Shields, the V-Twin Life 15 at checkout is going to save you 15% off site-wide anything from LongRideShields.com. So, hey, check it out. Maybe get a shirt, hat, whatever you want. Get that windshield for your bike. So now let's twist the throttle and get into milepost 38. This is going to be a lot of fun. You know, I've I've been waiting to do this one for a while. And cool, this is, you know, another one where I get to do it face-to-face. We're out in the shop and want to get my dad on here because, I mean, that's where my road glide came from. We've, you know, done a lot of riding together. And it's a lot of fun and, you know, it's one of my inspirations to get into motorcycle riding. So... Hey, let's uh, sit back, enjoy the throttle, and let's get dive into milepost 38. Hey, thanks for coming on, Dad.
1: Hey, no problem. Pretty cool, Happy, glad to be here.
0: So where did it all, when did it start for you when you decided that you wanted to start playing with motorcycles?
1: Oh, about age 15 when I, uh, they had a good sale on 175s and a bunch of us at, at school and went down and got, all oh, bought these uh, on and off-road Bikes, and that's before. Of course, that was before our uh, uh, we got our license and stuff, and so uh, we we're able to uh, <laughs> ride both side roads over to where we we're gonna have them done. Of course, I don't think the cops really thought for sure that we did did that at all, but uh, <laughs> they were. But they said, ah, let's go ahead and take your test, and yeah, that was and then it was put on your um, uh, license. Deal when you got when you turned 16, of course, but but, um, anyway, yeah, I got to driving those. Then I got, uh, then I went up to a 450 Honda. That was a when I graduated from school, I had that. And went on my first trip, clear over from Port Angeles to uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Just took the uh, this I 90 it all the way over.
0: That'd be a long ride on 450. That was. Screaming,
1: oh, yeah, everything was numb from the waist down. <laughs> and my buddy he had a 500 Yamaha, and uh, yeah, we did uh, the camping out and going through the rainstorms, using lots of plastic over us <laughs> to keep get the water out. Uh, oh, I don't doubt it one bit. Oh man, it was kind of miserable, but we were young, we didn't care, we we're you know, bulletproof. Then I went to uh, a 750 Hon- uh, Honda Shadow, and yeah, I had that for quite a while, actually, until uh, I moved up to 1,197.
0: I remember the old 750. You had that for a long time.
1: Oh, I did. That was a good running bike, Uh you know, it, um, it was kind of like your uh, Harley wannabes, you know, I don't know, kind <laughs> of in a way. I mean, it was... Because that was after the when they changed...
0: From 700
1: to 750? Yeah, 750 that came out, and then they, the next, that was in 83. In 84, they went up to 700. Uh, that's when, um, I think it was Reagan, I'm not sure at that time, he uh, put a tax on motorcycles coming across or anything over uh, 700. So they hunted, said, okay, we'll go down to 700. Yeah, so. Um, and also, that's when it almost put Harley changed ownerships so and went to AMA in 84. Or no, they bought AMA. them back in 84, that's right. And they almost put Harley out of business after a while. they, I mean, AMA, <laughs> uh, till Harley bought them back and then brought things back again. And uh, so anyway, that about 1100 that was that was a good one there. Yeah, I mean, you rode that one when I got my first Harley.
0: Yeah, I took that one when we did the Lawman down to Seaside.
1: That's right, yeah. Or was it Pend- Pendleton? No, no, I think no, it was the one
0: to Seaside. No, it was
1: the Seaside. And then we did one uh, over to uh, Leavenworth. Mm-hmm. And we did the loop, the Cascade loop.
0: What well, was the plan until you broke down? We kind of got delayed.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that... <laughs> kind
0: of broke down in uh, Ellensburg?
1: Yeah, Ellensburg. Yeah, you got to push me there for about, oh you know, how many blocks? Fuck, quarter mile at least.
0: <laughs> Keep pushing. We're almost to the hotel. Almost. Uh, Maybe they got a room.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Yeah, the, the, I never I thought that the... Uh, um, the G- gas shut off there was vacuum operated, and uh, it, the hose that came off, off that, off the yeah. intake manifold, and, uh, yeah. No fuel? <laughs> no. She ain't gonna run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you made it about, what, almost a whole block from the gas station. I got um, <laughs> jinks there, but, um Yeah. Then we found out after a few beers and figured it out.
0: Yeah, started talking motorcycles. Hey, I wonder and uh, look. Oh, look, see that shiny brass nipple that there's no hose on anymore.
1: Oh. So I hooked it up. and had it had it running. What about ten o'clock that night? Then.
0: Yeah. Well, hell, we'd already paid for the room. It was dark. We were all having a good time.
1: Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Anyway, I just. Um, yeah, that that was a carburetor one too, and that was a that was a problem. Uh, they talked me out of, of doing the fuel injected at, in 2001, and, um, finally, I, in oh four, I was noticing that, uh, I went to the fuel injected, but I noticed when I was going over Spokane, I had, uh, Nance on the back, back, and, and there was a guy coming up there, and he wasn't having any problems at the higher altitude, uh, which I was, and, um, uh, it it's, wasn't jetted right i think or something like it's that it's
0: funky that way because i can remember like when i was doing all the hill climbing when i would have when i'd take the bike down to yakima to run the hill climb down there outside a seaside or Sunnyside in yakima i'd have to change the jets because it wouldn't run i couldn't get the power or the rpms up right as when i for my jetting that i would run on this side of the mountains i had to change it every time i went over to yakima
1: yeah well that's what we found Elevation. out too with that elevation when I had it over there, I was loading up, I was, um, you yeah, know, too much fuel. And uh, I kept loading up, loading up, and had to take it to the side, and it was heat, the heat was really a lot through going through Spokane. Anyway, like I say, that uh, fuel injection was the way to go, and past, in 04 there were an option. And after that, I think they're pretty much, you can't get carbureted on, it's all fuel injected now. Yeah, I
0: think 04 was the first year where fuel injection was standard. I think 03 was still the option on the 100th anniversary. Yeah, that's
1: it, yeah. And then 04
0: right. went standard.
1: Yeah, in 03 then I did, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, anyways, uh, I've had really good luck with the 04, which, which you have now, and uh, the 19, the the one I got now, the Road Glide, it's really nice. Um, seems to, I think it, they did more to the suspension on it. Uh, it seems to uh, handle better.
0: New frame too.
1: New frame, yeah. I can really it. put it in the corners better than what it did before, and and this feels just it uh, for nine hundred pounds, whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's. Um, feels like it really just, well, it glides, you know, I can really, see I can lay it down further than what the other, now it could be also that uh, the lower profile tires they got on those things now, um, the higher, yeah. uh, they're a little, uh, the sidewalls are a little harder. you get actually more of a tire on there, when you go, when you're using it, so, uh, um, yeah, I seem to enjoy it a lot.
0: Well, I can remember, like, well, that's when you had the the 1100 Shadow, we did actually the first motorcycle trip you ever did, that was when I had my Honda Sabre. We went up and did the North Cascades and did.
1: Oh, that's Strat right, yeah. And then
0: we went from, we go from there, then to Tri-Cities the next day. Took a bunch of back highways from.
1: That's right, we went, yeah, we Winthrop. ended up, we went, yeah, from Leavenworth. No, Winthrop. Winthrop, excuse yeah. me. Uh, yeah, Winthrop, that's right, and we went up there and uh, <laughs> stayed at that old uh, campsite.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, that, that's a uh,
0: great little campsite.
1: <laughs> well hell? Yeah, if you don't over overflow over you know, the flood
0: the laundry room, flood the laundry room, room and, room and, and stuff. Room. Yeah, yeah,
1: let's get out of here quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> still in my tent. We gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't shut what? off. Yeah, you know, they didn't have no shut off on that toilet, and man, <clears throat> things are getting bad. <laughs> I know. It's like, well, let's go down, go
0: down Baker, get some food. Ah, oh, we'll eat in the next town. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> my the little cabin where all the laundry facilities are, and water's running out the front door. What yeah. the fuck happened? I don't know. The
1: water wouldn't shut off. And <laughs> <Jesus>. a <laughs> hey, lady went in there to wash her clothes. Going, what is my four inches of water going in there, coming out the door? Holy yeah.
0: shit! Good time to get out of
1: there. <laughs> it's time to fly.
0: That fun. So we went down there. What rung?
1: I think we went down to Tri Cities that that year yeah, we too. We went
0: around, where did we go? I think we went through Cooley City, around mm-hmm. know, Banks Lake, and a bunch of back highways down to, God, I think we went through Freida and all down through that area.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hit a lot of back highways, and I, I like the old roads instead of being on the freeway. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you just see more, and I uh, love going through the towns. You know, you you come through there, um, old towns, and can stop off there. You know, check some of the locals out. You know, whatever. and Keep on moving on down the road, and, and uh, I see a lot of things more on there because you got more time to actually look. That's yeah. the other thing. You know, because on the freeway you're just doing, you know, Mach one or whatever, eighty miles an hour, and just things are going by so fast that you got to keep your you got to keep your uh, keen senses. <laughs> Everything's like going on.
0: Understate that. One of those trips we went down to Portland, or down to, was that the one down to Seaside where you, me, and Bob, Oh yeah, that car kind of cuts us off, and I thought we were still going straight. You took an exit, and me and Bob went straight, and looking back, that we was... pulled off, because I can remember some guy pulled up, and he said, you looking for another guy in a black bike? Yeah. He goes, well, I think he was at the gas station. He goes, I'm going to go get him. I'll be back. I'm like, hey, cool. And he come back. He's like, he's gone. I'm like, well, shit. So we waited on the side of the highway for a while, and finally it's like, fuck it, because that was before any of us had cell phones. Yeah. And I went up to the rest stop. I think I finally stopped up by Centralia, Chehalis, and I called Nancy. And she's like, Dad's on the other line. I'm like, where the hell's he at?
1: I think you were down in White Salmon. We well, yeah, outside. no. Jesus, I, I, He's I, like 150 I, miles away. I was on Highway 84, and that's, that's when I told you guys, and then I finally, that was, you know, we had the flip, they had those, those weird phones that you, they charge you so much a minute. And um, I was able to get a hold of her. You didn't, I couldn't get a hold of you for some reason. I don't know how I'll deal. Anyway, because you're on the bike, I think, at the time. Anyway, I just pulled over on the road. But anyway, back to the, we're going across Portland. I got in, in, the, in the, uh, the other lane. And then that car cut you off, and then the exit was actually on the left instead of the right. And that was odd about it, too. And yeah. I hit the exit, and I was hoping you were behind that car, but no, you were already in that right lane. You didn't get to...
0: Yeah, I never saw you turn.
1: You never got to get over there. So I was seeing it going, oh, shit, there you go. So anyway, I told you, that, well, I told uh, Nance to tell you to go down to White Salmon. Take fourteen, and I'll be on the other side of the river till I hit the first bridge and come over. Um, I think it was Bridge of Gods, and then there's white salmon right there.
0: Yeah, because I remember you were like some little, you know, little saloon bar. We mm-hmm. were just coming to town. And it's like, hey, I think there's this bike. Then I can literally see you running out of the bar with the beard in your hand. Hey, waving. <laughs> oh fuck! Look, yeah. there he is. He <laughs> doing good.
1: Yeah, I'm no good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, a nice little bar right there, yeah. yeah. It's going on you gotta come by here sooner or later. <laughs> I figure yeah. you guys did. Yeah. Well that's when we made it all the way to Ellensburg and then that thing mm-hmm. popping. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good trip.
0: <laughs> it was fun. Love the chaos. You no, know, that's another one where, you know, you learn there was bathrooms on the beach for, you know, another trip you took on down in Seaside.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right, yeah. I never saw that before in my life. <laughs> yeah yeah seaside that's a nice little place down there it is it is in oregon yeah we went down
0: there this spring amy had rented a vacation rental so us and we took all the kids down there and went down there for a week and it was a lot of fun yeah that would be the trip i went down we went down there also took the uh coffee table that i built for uh brad the crashing coffee table that he has in his house oh yeah Little, that was a little surprise gift for him. Yeah. For all his support and everything he's done with, you know, this little adventure. It's been awesome, you know, a great friendship with him, and it was cool.
1: Good deal. Yeah. Yeah, we, man, we uh, you and me, went down and meet him, met him, didn't we?
0: Yeah, we went down to... Uh,
1: what, that, that place down in Mc- McBinville,
0: was it? Yeah, the Harley shop down there. The
1: Harley shop, yeah.
0: Par- not Paradise. I think it was Paradise Harley Davidson.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, went down there. Yeah. So anyway, uh, um, I think we I don't know. Let's see what other kind of trips we did. Anyway, I, mean, I, I, I've done a lot of uh, uh, putting rides together for years and years. Um, we did the Lawman. That was, uh, tequila Police Department put that one on, and uh, but I always been an extra day out of it. You know, whatever, wherever they were at their destination, and then uh, go another four hundred miles, someplace other, uh, you know that was closer by on a on Sunday, and then come home on Monday. Yeah. And uh, always made a good trip out of it. You still had you had well over a thousand miles, which is all you had to do to mm-hmm. uh, for the raise to raise money. And uh, we had down here probably closer to fifteen hundred by the time we got done. You get home. Yeah. You know, so. We did
0: many acres. Like the one, I know I'd always wanted to do it. And then that one year when Hayden was playing baseball in Bellingham, we had no no dog sitter because well, it was usually all the boys on the team that you know, I've grown up with for so long. They're all playing baseball. And someone said a lot of parents stayed up there. And Amy and I, it's like, well, we'll just go back and forth. Because, shoot, take the Port Towns of Ferry for a motorcycle that year. I think it we'll only cost like $7. Hmm. It's like heck. You fill the bike up for well, when gas is cheap, ten bucks, <laughs> yeah. fourteen bucks round trip on the ferry. I mean, why not? So, I know we went up there the first day. I think you came up the second and third day for the state tournament. and That's when we took the Chuckanut. I'd always wanted to take it, but I'd
1: oh yeah, yeah 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 so yeah that's right yeah we
0: come back and say hey, let's go this way it's great and that's an yeah. awesome ride which was fun because last week when we had a did the podcast with Brandon that just came out the other day. When we went up to do the 911 ride, I said, "Hey, it was, we'll take a cool ride back, so we'll show you the chuckanut." I said, "It's a cool ride," so I, you know, returned the favor and showed him the uh, the chuckanut, which is it's an awesome road. I mean, it mm-hmm. beats going down I five any day.
1: Yeah, it goes along the waterfront there and mm-hmm. has some good twisties in there. And yeah, that's I a nice to take ride. Him
0: through Edison down to that. Show where it was at the Longhorn Bar and Grill mm-hmm. or Saloon. Yeah, well, we got to that four way and look to the right and it was just black skies and it's like well we're heading towards Edmonds, and that's blue skies we're <laughs> gonna go straight yeah <laughs> we'll check that out on another adventure because uh uh-huh. we don't want to go that way
1: oh i like that area up in there it's always always nice and a cordis um uh, yeah would
0: be island's fun to ride through
1: Mm-hmm. And go, going through would island itself yes and then um heading up to uh Arlington, well, digging you know, North Cascade Highway, just keep on pushing, you know, on over to Winthrop.
0: Well, the funny thing I never really realized is once you go across Deception Pass, mm-hmm. you're then on Fidalgo Island. That's no longer be Island. Fidalgo? Fidalgo Island.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, because
0: oh. you got across the bridge then you're on the next island.
1: Oh, I see. That's, I never that's realized
0: until we- uh, hmm. Amy and I went up there for a weekend and stayed up in Cortes and looked at stuff it's like... This isn't a island. This is Fidalgo Island. I didn't know. I was like, huh. Lived here all my life, never realized that that bridge is what separates two islands.
1: If you go into Anacoros, there's one little bar that's way up on top of a building. Mm-hmm. And you can see that You can, there's a small little passenger ferry that goes across. I've never taken it, but it kind of looks, looks kind of interesting. I know it looks like a residential area over there, but... I well. say
0: like the Ship Harbor Inn was these little cabins, and I think there's also, hotel might have four or five rooms in it, but it overlooks the bay right where actually the ferry takes off sure, to, go to yeah. San Juan's, and right. it is a cool little place to stay, and we enjoyed that. It was a new place.
1: Yeah, me and Nancy stayed there, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we got a shuttle to the uh, to the casino and back, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Cool. Yeah, it's a fun place over there, but yeah, inside uh, and of course they got that one building in there. It's uh, it's right by uh, um, Rock Cafe or something. Like that. What's that cafe? I can't remember it But anyways, it's tall building right up and it's way up on top of the building. They only open it up at noon or something, like that, or two o'clock or something like that. Hmm. And uh, nice view of the city and
0: stuff so you know so you've done what four or five trips to Sturgis
1: yeah I have and um, I did it once I did an 1100 first and then I did a bunch in that thing in the 04 Um, I did what me? well once I got it uh, I didn't do one in the 01 I did in the 04 I did uh, took it with Nancy to the Sturgis, and then I took um, two more, I think, yeah, with Todd, and then I took this last last one I took it with the 19 as soon as I got it.
0: I remember a few years back, you and you and Todd, you're, I think it was shortly after you retired. Like you guys were gonna go to Montana go for a ride, and I think it'd been five days. You know, I hadn't hadn't talked to heard from yet. Give you a call, and you fucking guys were in Louisiana.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we took a trip. Yeah, we decided we took to a go. Detour. No, we took a detour. Yeah, we decided to head uh, <laughs> head all the way through South Dakota. Well, there's other guys we wanted to go too, and and they wanted to go. Uh, two good friends of mine, uh, son and and dad, and they wanted to go clear to uh, Nova Scotia. And I said, Well, shit, I don't want to go that far, but but we. <laughs> We they went to Nova Scotia at Sioux Falls we, we said goodbye to them and we went straight south down to Mississippi down to New Orleans and uh we spent a couple days at. Uh, we spent overnight two days at Mississippi had a friend down there of Todd's and, and uh then we went on down to New Orleans and checked that out down there and then we turned around and came back it took about nine days and uh Came up through through Texas, New Mexico, Colorado, Utah, Wyoming, and then Mon- you know, Mon- We met the guys from from Nova Scotia in Montana, uh, Missoula that night, and uh, yeah, we didn't want to go. We thought when we got up to New Mexico, we thought, well, we'll we'll go over. Arizona, California, come on up. Well, it was so blistering hot. It was hundred and seven since we left New Orleans and it was just and finally we said, Well, let's get a little bit of cool down the weather. We'll go straight up. Well, we got cooled down all right. In Wyoming during there there ain't no cars out there. We we can see you got four lanes. You got two going both, you know, two going south and two going north, and uh, for a half hour, I don't think I saw any cars at all, and all of a sudden it was pouring down rain, and then it hailed, and then it snowed, and then a wind came, and then, and all of a sudden it was going. And usually we'd take off, and by six o'clock we're looking for a place to throw our hat, you know, mm-hmm. see it bed down. Anyway, it got by about three o'clock and I didn't care if there was an next exit there's a <laughs> this' is a motel we're we're getting it we're stopping yeah I mean Todd felt the same way was, finally the the sun parted <laughs> all of a sudden whoa, this is cool anyway uh got nice weather. hell let's go for another three hours and uh got all the way up there to uh i think it was buffalo. Or che- Cheyenne, I think it was. I think we stayed there. Uh, anyway, then we got went to Missoula. The, after that,
0: which way did you go into into Missoula? Did you go over was that low or Did you go up through? I know there's another highway. Kind of goes around by Yellowstone.
1: Um. Yeah, we headed over to Yellowstone and came out Yellowstone. Oh, jeez, it poured and poured. And the guys there at Yellowstone, they said, "Hey, he says we pulled in there. And you Guys, want to put your bikes in here in the in the stall? You know nobody's in the lube bay." And he went in there and shit. There had to been at least fifty bikes in there. <laughs> and uh, so we pulled in there and walked around the corner. There was a little restaurant, bar and grill right there. Got something to eat. And,
0: was that the Yellowstone Harley Davidson?
1: Uh, no, that was just gas station. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this guy really nice, really cool. They you know let's take over take over his his uh, lube bay where he had no customers in there, and and uh, like I said, there's a bunch of bikes in there, a whole bunch of them. Maybe not quite fifty, but there was quite a few bikes in there. A lot. A lot. It was packed. We barely got our bikes in there, and uh, came back, and most of the bikes were gone, and, and uh, <laughs> the 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 rain had gone away, and Sun came out and we got a it on the bike and made it all the way up to Missoula that night. And uh my buddies ate we asked him where they were and it was almost about four o'clock and he said, Oh, we're in uh Sturgis. <laughs> so well we're gonna head up to Missoula. Oh, we we'll probably should be there by eight o'clock <laughs> By God, they weren't. They hit ninety all the way up through there and uh
0: because yeah, that's about five hundred miles from Missoula to Sturgis. Yeah. I think right around there.
1: Yeah. They're motating. They yeah. said they're doing about ninety or average ninety <laughs> and uh yeah, they pulled in there at eight thirty that night. <laughs> they were just balls of the wall. Anyway, they got in there and they got uh uh yeah, they, they rode home with us then. But uh the guy went. The one guy he went through one tire that this uh, trip alone.
0: It's been a soft compound.
1: Yeah, it was a uh, pretty light. Uh, you you could put your finger almost through it. Holy crap! Yeah, he's lucky it never blew. He's a big boy too. You know, he's he's probably got three hundred pounds.
0: So what, Grandpa ever think when you, about you getting a motorcycle? I was always curious about. Ah, uh,
1: he thought I was nuts. Well grandpa had one when he uh was my age and back in the day and he had a bsa and he said that dang thing kept breaking down on him he said when he last time he did though he's when it broke down i think i think it was clear up there by well just on the other side of town near deer park and uh Gotta keep along with a pickup and he put it in the back of the pickup and there wasn't any room for him to sit in there, so he had to sit there with the back of the bike and it was just coming down in buckets. He says, That's it. <laughs> he got a bad taste in his mouth. He said, Forget it. You know. Back then, you know, you had uh um, for, for you know, you had your coat on and stuff, but you needed insulation to uh kinda keep it from Keep getting cold, you know. So they took newspapers, and a lot of times that's so dense and stuff, and they stuffed the newspapers in your back.
0: Yeah, and that it, light switch.
1: And uh, they stuffed all the newspapers in your coat. Yeah, it's good insulation. That's how they used it. <laughs> it was pretty cool, but uh, uh, odd how they did all the back in the day to get by. And, uh, anyway, that BSA kept breaking down all the time on him. He didn't like that. So, anyways, um, yeah, so he thought that was pretty crazy to get, get a bike. He didn't think that was, uh, quite as cool as he thought it was. But I had fun. Yeah, there's, um, you know, I like the Harley way away, you know, handles, you know, and stuff. and mm-hmm. And, uh... You know, I, I never have a motorcycle with without a windshield. I just uh, going accustomed to it, you know. And uh, those those windshields now, that I mean, it got that you got on yours, and the one I got on mine, um, where they curl at the top, still yeah, that puts that bit of sport flare. It puts that turbulence just above your head, and uh, that is. Really it makes uh, the ride all that much better, you know. And, and you got the sun biters, they don't go, brrr, you know, mm. <laughs> down the road. That uh, turbulence is up above it, so it's a it's a lot better ride. Yeah, I just can't stand to have all that air on your chest. You know, just uh, yeah, it makes it just you can see. You know, I think you could just ride longer. You don't, stuff.
0: yeah. It's like your body takes less of a beating. It's mm-hmm. less. I know the best way to say it is less work you're doing, where you can just enjoy it more. Yeah, not getting pounded.
1: Right. Yeah. If you're going on long rides and stuff like that, it's tough. We met went on that long trip that me and Todd took. <laughs> this guy's coming down from Minnesota, and he had a, uh, oh, I don't know what kind of a how much of a rake he had on the front end of this thing, and no windshield. He had a little bed roll up on in front just above his headlight and the short bars kind of like the uh, the other easy rider you know mm-hmm. kind of type of bike and um no suspension on the back he had a old leather coat a helmet that had no nothing in it they just had a spare shell and uh he we pulled into warm springs there and things kind Colorado rattling got The last room that was available because there was a big storm coming there, so we had everybody came in there and kind of rode out the storm. And uh he, uh, he was riding all the way to Reno from <laughs> Minnesota, and that guy was tough, yeah. And then you know, like I say, all the wind hitting in like that, and no uh, had an old leather coat, I think it's. I think his skin was like leather, you know.
0: Old school biker.
1: Old school biker is right. Times are a little tough.
0: What do you think's one of your favorite places you've ridden to or famous routes you've you know, always stuck with you in your mind?
1: Well, I think most of it, you know, Sturgis itself was all the, the small roads up there. Sometimes well, somebody wants we'll to go up there. Needles Highway. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And uh, Iron Mountain, I think it is. I don't know if I got the name right on that one. But they, they're they designed for the... The roads aren't very wide. And so getting a bike up through there and stuff. And through the uh, pine trees and stuff like that. Um, the mountainside, the Rushmore, uh, the lake up there. It's all beautiful up in, through that area. It makes a red much more enjoyable um you know have to no beating the highways down and stuff like that you know big highways and stuff you got 90 going through there but you know as soon as you get off on the small roads go up to uh um custer uh no oh, shoot uh, mine went blank uh, key city deadwood deadwood oh deadwood's a beautiful town that's See where we stayed up. Yeah, that's where we stayed at that last year when i went up there um good town um you could park your bike and walk all through the town you know we stayed up there and um everything's in walk within walking distance and stuff pretty cool place i liked it
0: so you really enjoying your 19 the new road guide
1: yeah yeah I yeah. am yeah it's um... well smooth smooth riding bike it's um getting used to the computer system and probably does more than what I can do <laughs> that I've challenged myself to to use um uh it's been a real uh, good ride um we have had the uh the different kind of uh, foot pegs on it they different not they' don't connect to the crash bar they hook to my floorboards mm-hmm. and uh, just with that and uh, move my legs back and forth be able to uh different positions and stuff for for a long ride you can stay on it quite a while long of course, Do you have st-
0: any any regrets like you know the one on the o four which is your old one has the full size tour pack, then you went to the razor you know the the little yeah. profile you still happy with that decision, or do you think do you ever wish you would have went with a bigger one, or are you happy with it
1: uh I'm actually happy with it um being it's just me and the saddlebags is and because dancing isn't gonna really go with me anymore that the razor just gets is is good enough to uh whatever I need. I was thinking about adding a, a luggage rack to that, like that got on like on the old old girl there have um i just haven't done it yet um i think it's a a long slick sleeker look you know
0: it is sleek i do like the looks of it yeah it looks good
1: yeah it does look good and and it's also it's uh i can't seem to do without it really um you always got everything there your gloves uh you know headgear everything you want uh, extra stuff in there now I can't put my helmet back in there that's the only drawback but I never put my helmet in the other one so
0: yeah I can fit well mine will fit in there but Amy's will fit her full face fits in the tour pack but mine just a little too tall won't fit in there
1: yeah your your full face mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: which is funny like a good friend of mine Lex we ride together he lives out in Forks he just last year bought a or maybe it was early this year the Road Guide Limited, you know, tour pack everything. Well, him and his wife went on; I think they were gone almost twenty days down to Arizona, and he took the tour pack off and used soft luggage. Hmm. And it, just, it, I was mind boggled. I'm like, you got a really nice tour pack. I mean, it came set up that way, and you take it off and put on soft luggage on the back. Yeah, you know, whatever works for you. Everybody has their own style, but to me, it just seemed kind of comical.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like Todd. He has my tour pack, my my uh, tea bag he puts on the back of his and uh he can put a lot of stuff in that tea bag
0: oh i remember i used to use it on the bike i could yeah all kinds of stuff in that thing yeah a couple boxes of beer
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah the uh my half helmet actually fits in the butt in the saddlebag i gotta get it just the right position and it'll fit in that hat in the saddlebag
0: yeah mine would fit in the in the saddlebag
1: yeah i like the way the fact they got their hooks down too on the new ones are on the inside instead of being on the outside yeah so when you pull up to a stop um if you had something in your bag say you had mail in there you want to put it in the mailbox (laughs) and you can just flip the lever and get it and close the lid back and off where you go before yeah, you know, it's kind of awkward to lift, to reach clear out by the side, and try yeah, to flip it. Flip the lead, and then yeah, to try to get it all lined up before you can flip it down. Yeah.
0: Yeah, without getting off it and doing it. Yeah,
1: right. You can just sit on the bike and do it.
0: Well, it's like when you got the new one. I know I've I've touched on it before with other people in other episodes. You in turn, you know, kept your secret for a little while, and then of course I remember the phone calls from Nancy saying, you know, dad needs to talk to you. And you know, we were gone to a baseball tournament with Seth. We're up in Cedar Woolley. I'm like, well, put him on the phone. No. And I'm like, what the <laughs> hell's going on? So I tried calling your cell phone. She'd answer it. And I was getting pissed. I'm like, listen, I, I can't come there till tomorrow. And she said, well, this just has to be done ASAP Is well. That's the best we can do. <laughs> and then, <laughs> well, you know, was- I'll, I'll, I'll kind of let you go on the next story. That was when you got the new bike. So then you. In turn, where, you know, gave me the O four. 4
1: Yeah.
0: But Nancy kept calling me on the phone saying, hey, you need to come see dad right now. And it's like, I can't. And I said, well, let me talk to him. No. And, oh, yeah, we went through and all. I was getting pissed. <laughs> Finally, it's like, you know what? I'll see you tomorrow because there ain't much else I can do.
1: Is that what um, I gave you the O four? 4
0: Yeah. Then I'll, I'll kind of, you know, you can kind of go through your, you know, story of your decision why you want to do it because it's like I've touched on this in other episodes and I thought it'd be neat, you know, having you on here where also kind of you can tell your side of the story of, you know, giving me the bike and, you know, why and, and all that stuff. I thought it'd be pretty neat, you know, kind of the full circle of
1: oh, yeah. life
0: because, you yeah. know, that bike kind of, in a way, started the whole idea for me and, you know, the, yeah, and the fun and yeah. it's been amazing.
1: Yeah, well, I know all the trips, like, you know, we just hit on some of the trips we've all done and, and uh, then you uh, actually started a family and start growing having the kids and all the grown up, and yeah, kind of like your stuff had to be put aside. And what you did, and and uh, what you've done with these kids is just phenomenal. All the all the uh, sports activities, all three of them, that you uh, made yourself available, and all the, the baseball games, the football games, the basketball games
0: all the times like amy's going one way i'm going the other and, yeah you know divide and conquer and
1: yeah to uh you know and of course i always make sure the kids had balls of course i've told you about that story but um uh make sure they had you know either mitts or uh, uh soccer ball or a basketball or a football or um <laughs> And and such and that's that's uh uh and now you you're you're into uh, broadcasting uh, the games which is really cool. I think you got a, uh, a really good knack for that. Uh, and I
0: think this actually really helped because I mean I was never one for public speaking, and I, you know between the broadcasting, you know, doing the games, and then starting to do this, and, you know, I think it really helped me. Grow mm-hmm. and also help me establish this and you know, doing this,
1: yeah. Well, it seems like it really, yeah. So it all kind of come full circle there, and how things kind of uh escalated from there, you know. And anyway, so back to what the motorcycle is that you always wanted a bike and you had bikes and had to get rid of them for, for this and that because. Well, the kids need this, their kids need that, and and uh, your uh, your second love of, uh, of vehicles was uh, put aside. And uh, I thought, okay, I got enough miles on this thing, on the 04, and I had eighty some thousand on there going. I really can't. It was I like can't.
0: 76, 78 when I got it from you.
1: Was oh, it that? No, okay, I wasn't eighty. Yeah. Oh, wait, well, anyway, so I thought, well, wow, shoot, I really can't get any much, you know, um, sell reach resale value out of it. No, there might have been a couple, you know, maybe five, maybe ten, I don't know, whatever. But, nah, I thought, no, it's about time for you to have one. And the kids are getting where they're, one's going, <laughs> I think Hayden was going to college. Just yeah, re- he, ready. Yeah, he's getting ready to go to college and it's all just on his baseball scholarship and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So uh, being with that is a perfect time to uh, show your fruits of your labor of uh, raising these kids that uh, you can gain a bike. And uh, that's why I decided to just go ahead and give you that one. Uh, Nancy said, oh, maybe wait, wait, you could trade it in. And another guy buddy, said, you can trade it in. I said, no, I'm not trading it in. The kid's going to have the bike. He's going to get this bike and hopefully we'll uh, – well we'll do some back in doing some more rides for I can't ride anymore.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we got some ideas as you know, we're talking with you know, like Brandon's all gung ho, he's it's comical watching him, you know he's got a Harley. He's like it's it's crazy how addictive stuff is. You know, now he's getting signs and I think he's buying parts every week and <laughs> you know, he just he's got the bug, just wants to ride and you know, he's talking a little weekend trips and whatnot, you know, come springtime and Oh, yeah. You know, we do some little Eastern Washington or go south or wherever. But yeah, start getting in the back doing a few few trips a year. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah, Eastern Washington or down the coast of Oregon, it's all good. Oregon's good. Really got some nice roads back in there. and, and uh, I
0: desperately want to go to Utah.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's sort of the top of my bucket list if I could do it next year, at least. Is oh, yeah.
1: Go down there to Moab or whatever. You know, places like that, and mm-hmm. um, all kinds of good, good roads back then through there. <coughs> As you get further east, there's more roads actually than there's freeways, and and it's uh, got a lot of. I like the back roads, but anyway. Like say, like you know, you see more and just uh, more pleasant riding. I think I feel myself, anyway.
0: It is fun. You find the little in the wall places where, you know, if you're on the interstate, you're just, you're flying.
1: You get a point A to point B, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, but anything else, yeah.
0: And you, you get on those back highways and it's more, it's more personal.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: The scenery, the smells, the little places and.
1: <laughs> you know, I, and it's funny, sometimes I, the old guy was uh, doing his, his crop, a uh, crop duster there and he and he was just making the biggest dust storm. And uh, we we're in eastern Washington. And we came over this hill, me and, I think it was me and Terry. And we came over to the top of this hill, and he saw us coming. And he's, he just shut his machinery off and stopped the dust storm. And we went by and gave him, you know, the high sign. It's like, thank you, you know, to say thank you to him. And uh said, well, bye. Then he started the machine right back up. And it was pretty cool. Um, the, the the small town folks really uh, um, abide by you know it, uh, accommodate you I guess you could say mm-hmm. you know.
0: Well, it's like us over the years, like I said, with all the all the travel sports you did, whether between you know horse stuff with Maddie, her back when she was doing volleyball, and all the baseball for the boys. I mean, Amy and I, when it comes to the Northwest, it's like we found some really cool little places and. There's some of those, like, you've gone back on the motorcycle and visits, It's like, hey, I remember being here. There's, you know, this great little restaurant or deli down the street around the corner. And
1: oh, you can learn yeah. all these little
0: places, little little hideaways because, you know, you mm-hmm. do all those the boys do all the travel. I mean, we were frugal when it came to, you know, trying to stay place, you know, where we can get the best deal. It's like, you know, some people might be staying at the Holiday Inn or the Hilton, but, you know, we're going to go down here to, you know, this this other smaller place. But then also you get to reap some of the other benefits because you're not so much on Main Street, but you're down on the side street, and, and you get to find these little mom-and-pop places, restaurants, and oh, we found a great one up in was, Haven once. It was just amazing food.
1: Well, yeah, we went down to Oregon on 97 down there, and there's the um, Crater Lake, Uh it's on the uh, north entrance that comes out, and right there in the corner was this Little, little uh, coffee shop, and, and we went in there and Deborah, the guys with us, and they, they all had you know sandwiches or something like that. And I said, like, "Ah, man, I just want something like a pie alamo," and and she's she got this pie. It's like you cut it in quarters, and she gave me like a quarter of a pie. <laughs> and it took a almost damn, it looks like about a pint of ice cream. Poof! I mean, this thing came out on a platter, like a dinner platter. I go, holy cow! <laughs> it took everything I could just to eat it all. And I go, man. And I think she's going to charge me eight bucks for it. going going, whoa! And it's homemade. Everything was, I don't know, if there's ice cream. I think the ice cream was even homemade. <laughs> God, it was just... Oh, delicious. But like you see, you know like you say, there's all kinds of stuff like that. Um uh, these little small little um mom and pop kind of places it's out like there.
0: Down by Brennan, the Halfway House restaurant. Oh yeah, That's oh That's a great gosh. little place which uh, in blackberry the cobbler. You know, all the old newspaper articles, of football games and just all the all the stuff on it, it's just that is a awesome place. And the other one I always think of and you know when I was going doing one of the rides up to Bellingham kind of taking some side roads it's like I think I'd call you and say oh there's this little town you know was it Edison mm-hmm. And suddenly so you walk in there and be like all you can smell is the most amazing barbecue and you're like oh yeah that's the Longhorn oh it's a great place yeah I've been there Yeah, oh, I figured you had
1: Sure. Yeah, right there in the corner, you take a 90-degree corner, yep. yeah, look to your left, you're going, yeah, there's, it's here right there, yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the days I went by there, I don't think you could park another bike on that
0: block. It was just packed with motorcycles.
1: Well, what's really cool is, you know, you know, it seems like it's out of nowhere, and you're, you're sitting in the back there. Pretty soon you see this fairly large ship just go by you. You go, oh, there's a river down over the bank out there. And it's pretty deep, obviously, for this uh, fishing boat to go through there. Uh, it's crazy. Oh, what? <laughs> um,
0: yeah, that's like one of those little two corner towns, and you're out of the town. It's tiny, but man, you come in there, and all you could smell is that barbecue. Like, oh, I know. Crap, that smells amazing.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it was.
0: The other one right up there off twenty, uh, the farmhouse. I remember we we stopped there for breakfast. Oh yeah, when we did our trip. Mm-hmm. I remember the food was amazing. Of course, that was. You know what's well, sad is that was 21 years ago.
1: Oh gosh, yeah. That,
0: we just moved in here to the house here, and that was in 2000. Because actually, going through an old uh, legit photo album from all the photographs I took when we did that, did that loop. Now uh, we found all the old well, pictures and stuff.
1: When you uh, and then you, you you head out on 20 all the way over there, and you go to Morrow Mount. Mm-hmm. remember that little place there, there there was a lady unfortunately she's uh, gone now but she uh, made these awesome symbols they were just huge and uh, there's a little place on on the left as you're going east and uh, and then of course they didn't go into Morrow Mounts Uh they had another place in there I can't remember the name of the place but uh, it was on your right and uh Oh, awesome food! And yeah. You
0: can't forget uh, three finger jacks. No, oh, yeah, drink. that
1: too, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you got Kitty Corner from now on. Three fingers is another that other place there. They have rolls in the morning.
0: Yeah, I told Maddie about that because uh, Maddie and her boyfriend Austin met up and stayed up there this summer mm-hmm. with her old roommate from college and her husband and. You know, say hey, you should check out the you know the bakery. It's got amazing food. So, that went down to the bakery and got some cinnamon rolls and pastries one morning. I said, "Oh, it was good."
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got some really some neat places out there in uh, in Weather uh, Winthrop and, and uh, that is a little, I said, "Cool little western town."
0: Mm-hmm. Used
1: to have a a um, high noon. They'd have a gunfight come out. And a guy would but I don't think like they do it anymore. A guy used to come out from that corner, let's just say a Kitty Corner from um Three Fingers, and he'd walk down the street and these other two guys would come out just on the other side of uh uh Three Fingers, and uh they'd uh stage kind of a a, a bank robbery and uh they'd uh, they'd shoot have a shootout there in the middle of the street. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, that, I don't think that's happening anymore nowadays. It's getting pretty popular through there.
0: Well, the other fun one, like uh, you do in the summertime, is uh, you go down to Grand Coulee when they do the light show off the, uh, oh, the dam. Oh,
1: man, yeah. That's right, yeah, I took you to that, didn't mm-hmm. I? Yeah. Yeah, and that motel that's just across the street there, it's just awesome motel. And it's little cabins on there. And, uh, yeah, that light show they put on there, man well they change it up every year and they make it uh, a little different each year and uh they they spill away comes down there which makes a a beautiful uh white backdrop and then they do their laser show on that on the dam mm-hmm. and uh yeah beautiful show it's really cool lots of people come out to see it and there's speakers all the way up to the and there's a bridge going across there just in front of it, way down there. And almost, God, I don't think it's, not quite a mile. We've got a quarter of a mile down there, but it, they got speakers clear down to there and uh, telling when it stopped and when they started building it and and just the whole history of the whole thing, of the Grand Coulee Jam.
0: Yeah, I think it is. It's right.
1: very entertaining, yeah.
0: Neat piece of history.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the
0: day we went there it was a good time for a pit stop.
1: Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh huh.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, you know, be able to do that kind of stuff again would be great, and that's you know, the reason why. Uh, you know, I ain't got a bike there. Still got some miles you can still put on it, and still running. Uh, good and and uh, it was a good time for you to have a bike.
0: Yeah, it's going to need another bath. I yeah. washed before it got caught in the rain, went on a ride, and it got rained on again. Like, damn, <laughs> I can't get away from the rain. Uh. Especially that day, like, Brandon and I did that 911 ride. I was getting off the ferry, and Amy's like, it is dumping here. I'm like, oh, fantastic. And <laughs> she's like, I moved the car, because usually, you know, the car kind of blocks the, the garage door. She's like, garage doors open, cars out of the way. She goes, you can just drive straight through and get right into the garage. I'm like, sweet, that's awesome. Oh, great, yeah. And it did, man. I hit just this side of squim, and man, the clouds let loose, and God, it was Come, like Coming down
1: monsoon, huh?
0: Oh, it was just dumb.
1: Did, did you have your rain gear ready to go?
0: No, I said, screw it. <laughs> of
1: course. Ten or, miles or so. Yeah, happened. why I not? Care. Yeah, I won't get that wet. Well, I did why?
0: take my rain gear, though. Well, at it, least, yeah, I it's in the back.
1: Pants.
0: It was in the... <laughs> Saddlebags. <laughs> Saddlebags, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, also I always notice never take hiking, you know, stuff, you know, when you're hiking stuff, and you put those on and you're thinking that, oh, it'll be get really good against the wind. <laughs> it goes right through the laces. So get it's all uh, it's very prominent to get riding gear says writing on it <laughs> for writing only. oh yeah for rain gear yeah for rain gear. yeah yeah I just can't get that cheap stuff you no, know. I got a
0: good set of Grundin's rain pants they're heavy for like work wear but you can they're just bigger where you can slip over your regular <clears> <throat> jeans and they got elastic on the bottom so you can tighten them around your boots you know strips like a velcro or whatever you want to call it mm. to help seal it but I said you know what it's like 10-15 minutes you know, maybe 12 miles home, like,
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I think a lot of times, I've, I've came in here before, and uh, I didn't get wet until about, like, you know, like, squam or even the outskirts of town and downpour. Yeah. I mean, I'm soaked all the way to my shorts by the time I get home because I don't want to pull over and <laughs> put on my rain gear, you know. Well, that's how it
0: was last year when I went over Lolo Pass. I got to the summit, and it just let loose. I mean, there's some of the places looked like a river crossing the highway. I mean, I had to slow way down, and mm-hmm. that lasted for about five minutes first. I'm like, this sucks. But it had mm-hmm. been triple-digit temperatures, and the sir rain, started getting wet. I'm like, oh, this is kind of nice. and <laughs> Yeah, before cool, I, know, well. I was absolutely soaked. I'm like, oh, this might suck, and then all of a sudden going down the south side and getting to the canyons and within 10 minutes i'm back up to triple digits and probably 10 minutes later i'm dry yeah like, oh, that was smoking in. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: yeah i went through a lot of water that day when i did that thousand miles down there because hmm. so i took my 40 ounce hydro flask i was full of ice and i think i took eight bottles of water in my cooler i had that in the tour pack on ice and i went through all of it i ended up buying more water
1: you know, it was every when I was doing that, run 170 degrees down there in New Orleans and Texas and New Mexico. That uh, you know, with every fill up, it was a bottle of water.
0: <laughs> you know, and see, like a good well, one of the very first guests I ever had, Leo McElrath, he's on Instagram as LM4Photo. He was. They did this little page where he was on the uh, ride one cane a day. Everybody, hey, you know, what's your advice for people trying it? And that was. One thing he preached about he goes, you know, if you're fueling your bike, basically think of you're hydrating your bike, grab a gator, grab a bottle of water, he goes, Hydrate mm-hmm. yourself.
1: Bike gets right. it, you get it. He goes, Do it both at the same time. He goes You then, gotta do it because the other thing too. Do you. you don't you 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 you're, it's the whole thinking process mm-hmm. and and uh, you know, whether to stop and just no, oh, you just uh, it's it's very healthy.
0: Yeah, keeping yourself hydrated.
1: Well, thank you all for tuning into Milepost
0: 38 with my dad, who actually come to think, it, I don't even know if I ever actually introduced him. That was my dad, Herb Woods. You know, it's been a lot of fun doing this recording, you know, having my dad on here, sharing some stories. We have a lot of fun riding. It's a, it's a good time. Don't forget, guys. Hey, if you guys enjoy this, you know, maybe you guys got some stories. For me, I love hearing the story just as much as I do sharing them, talking to other people that enjoy this life on motorcycles. So hey, feel free, you know, hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, shoot me an email, thevtwinlife at gmail.com. Hey, let's get in contact if you guys want to share some stories, because honestly, like I said, I enjoy hearing them just as much as I do sharing them. So hey, until milepost38, guys, hey, grab some gears, find them back
1: rows, have a good time, ride safe, have fun. We'll catch you in the wind.